0: Oh, 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 happy holidays. Okay, that was lame. But you know what's not lame? Nurturing your physical, mental, and emotional health throughout the holiday season. You heard me right. You don't have to wait until January 1st to build habits that make you feel your best. I'm all for setting goals and being intentional, but New Year's resolutions have way too much hype and honestly rarely stick around. In my opinion, it's equally important to nurture your body and spirit during this time of year, which is why I invite you to participate in my personalized habit challenge, You Do You 82, or "It's baby sister challenge, You Do You 32. They're both totally free and anyone can start anytime. In each of these challenges, you'll choose six habits to intentionally build or break through the lens of progress over perfection. During a season where you're busy thinking about what to gift everyone else, I invite you to give yourself the gift of health and intentionality in whatever that means for you. Go ahead and check out youdou82.com or click the links in today's show notes to get started. You can enjoy your meal. You can soak in all the season has to offer, but you don't have to jump off the diving board to enjoy the season. Continue to do what normally makes you feel your best alongside the special moments that bring you joy. Hi friend, welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hi, hello, welcome, and good morning. I cannot believe that it is time to talk about what we are going to dive into today. But first, just want to fill you in on what's been going on. First of all, I just came back from the Ascend retreat in Destin, Florida and was absolutely nothing short of life-changing. I cannot wait to continue telling you more about just what this experience meant to me and all that we processed and worked through and built together. It was just truly amazing. And I'm about, I don't know, four or five weeks into therapy. If you are new here, hello. I invite you to go back before or after you listen to this episode and if you want to know the background story, take a peek at some of the solo episodes I've done recently. But about a month ago, I recognized it was time for me to start making some big scary changes. I had just gotten to a point, although so many things were going well, I just did not feel right on the inside. So I made the choice to start seeing a therapist, which was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life, like four sessions in, and I feel so light and free. We are digging into, like, we are barely scratched the surface of what I thought we were going to talk about. And have gone so many different directions of things that I really didn't even know that I needed to process or think about or understand. And it has been life giving. I'm not stopping anytime soon. I told my therapist it's going to be really hard to get rid of me at this point. But just in the past month, I feel physically just lighter. I feel more creative. I feel like I'm able to think clearer, make decisions better. I just feel better in every sense of the term. So 10 out of 10, highly recommend. I'm also about to go to that um, functional health appointment that I scheduled the same day that I started, or that I booked my therapy appointment, and yeah, mm-hmm. things are things are just really good. So if you can identify of being in a season of stuff just not feeling right, and you it, it feels really helpless, if I'm being honest, just know that there is hope, and it's going to take maybe some big, scary. Changes, but I promise the hardest part is just making the call and or booking the appointment or making the change, whatever that looks like. And it will not be long at all before you just feel a wave of relief. So, yeah, things are good. Things are good. And here we are. When this episode comes out, it will be Thanksgiving. We are officially in the thick of the holiday season, and that is beautiful and wonderful and stressful, all wrapped in one. And one question that comes up a lot or a concept that comes up a lot that I think creates a lot of anxiety, especially for those of us who are on health journeys or really trying to focus on habits is just what it looks like to carry that through the holiday season. And I want to preface this entire conversation with, I am not an expert. I know a lot about building habits. I am so thrilled to share my own experience with you and the things that helped me, but I am not a nutritionist. I am not a health coach. I am not any form of clinical professional in this realm. This is just my lived experience, the things that have helped me. And maybe there's something in here that resonates you. Maybe you think it's all trash. That's okay. The most important thing always is that you are taking in information through your own filter and listening to your body. Please don't feel like you need to copy and paste anyone else's ideas or expectations onto your holiday season. This is what's helped me feel great over the past three holidays. Actually, I started my health journey in September 2019 really dove straight in, in October. So I was navigating the holidays when I very first started my health journey. So this is what I really learned then and, you know, have adapted and and carried with me over the past three years. And I have to apologize. We have construction going on in our basement. Our basement flooded. When was that? Like April, 2020? And so we had to rip everything out, the flooring, the paneling, the all the things. And I don't know about where you live, but where we live, it's really hard to get a hold of people. So we have a lot of construction going on downstairs, some plumbing work, some all sorts of things. So I hope that my little like soundproof <laughs> Closet. I record my podcast in. Oh gosh, there it is. That was probably so loud. Um, I recorded my son's closet, but I'm not sure that my little uh, my little closet can can keep you safe from this noise. (laughs) So welcome, welcome to the Russell House. Anyway, so today I'm going to share with you just some things that I like to keep in mind and that have helped me as I navigate the holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, and all of the things while still taking care of my physical, mental, and emotional health along the way. The first thing is, and I promise none of this is earth shattering per usual, but just releasing some of the hype that goes into it was so helpful for me. Like, don't get me wrong. I want you and me to deeply enjoy the meal. And I'm talking about Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner. Spend time with your loved ones, but release the drama Going up to the event or before, during, or after, like depending on when you listen to this podcast, let's say you're listening to it on Thanksgiving. There are 37 days between now and the end of 2022. And let's say you eat three meals a day. That's 111 meals. And just for math's sake, let's pretend you have five special holiday meals to attend between now and the the end of the year, whether that's Thanksgiving or Christmas or a New Year's celebration, or, you know, some of us have like, a bajillion family celebrations to attend. Let's just pretend that there's five, like really important gatherings, big meals you're anticipating. That is zero point zero four percent of the meals that you will eat between now and the end of the year. Like it is such a small fraction of your reality over the next six weeks. You can just release the anxiety that these special times with your family will completely derail your habits or throw your life out of whack. So often we, I think, I I think about myself as I was approaching the holiday season in the very beginning of my health journey As I was like, oh my gosh, I've been working so hard to build all these habits and then it's going to be the holidays and all this stuff's going to happen and then blah, 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 blah. And I told myself so many stories about what it meant to enjoy the holiday season. When reality these gatherings, these special meals, these incredible times with their family are such a small percentage of the much bigger picture. So just releasing the drama that went into it has been so helpful for me. And along those lines, I used to be so hyped for Thanksgiving dinner that <laughs> I'm sure someone else is going to relate to this. I would basically not eat anything all day to Make space or know that I was going to have such a big heavy meal or to like save my calories for the big meal. When in reality, all I was doing is making myself so unreasonably hangry, not just hungry. I don't know about you. When I'm that hungry, I am angry. I would make myself so hangry that I would go insane and like beyond stuff myself to, first of all, satisfy how freaking obnoxiously hungry I was, but like, I would do so without even thinking about it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I've been saving up for this. Like, Eah. Oh, and I would just end up feeling so miserable. Like I would like really hurt myself <laughs> because I just felt like I had to get it all in right now. I treat it like any other day, not to not enjoy the entire Thanksgiving day. That's not what I mean. But like when it comes to my nutrition or the way that I'm taking care of my body on a day like Thanksgiving, I am doing as much as possible to take care of myself as if it was any random Tuesday or Saturday. Like I'm going to be trying to load up on protein and veggies for breakfast and lunch. I'm trying to like nurture and nourish my body as if I was being mindful of how any meal was going to make me feel. And I'm approaching Thanksgiving dinner with, of course, the gratitude of the celebration and the traditions and the specialness. But I'm not going to not eat all day just in anticipation of this special thing. Okay. I'm going to nourish my body so it feels good and satisfied and happy and content going into this meal instead of the opposite. What I used to. Do. Can you hear my construction friends downstairs? I'm going to be laughing when I listen back to this. Okay. Another thought, similar along those lines, is I had to reframe my mindset around what it meant to enjoy something. I had to think about, like, does eating 25 servings of mashed potatoes make me like them any more than like one or two? Like, I don't have to eat the entire pie. To enjoy it. I can have a piece or maybe even two. Seriously, no rules, no shame, but just I released this like hoarder mentality of like, this is the only time I'm going to have this. I have to eat it all in order to enjoy it. That's not true. I really give myself the space and the opportunity to savor the time with the people I love and sit back and slowly enjoy the foods that hold such special meaning and tradition. Like looking at the past couple holidays, like I have enjoyed making the turkey with my mom and my grandma, just as much as eating the turkey. I have enjoyed understanding the process of what it means to put this meal together, just as much as sitting down and like physically consuming it. Teaching my kids how to do those things. Passing along those traditions now holds just as much weight as the physical consumption itself, if not even more. So again, I've released the drama of and the hype around this mentality of like, oh, I gotta have it all in order, or was not worth it? i blah, 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 blah. Like, no, it's a meal that I get to enjoy with the people I love most in this world. That is what is special. Okay. Just some more super tactical advice. And truthfully, this is everyday, everyday advice is get up and move your body. Okay. I always feel better when I move my body and I want to be very clear here. This is not to earn your turkey. This is not to justify your piece of pie. This is not a bartering of exchange. This is not, well, I'm going to go run this 5K so that I can eat guilt-free. This is not shaming myself like, oh, I overextended uh, myself, so I'm going to work out to make up for it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. This is just movement for life that feels good. Spending time out in fresh air, moving your body is good for you, whether it's November 24th or December 15th or June 1st. Okay. Give yourself the gift of loving and taking care of yourself today, just like you would any other day of the year. Okay. I know for me, the holidays, they come with a lot of excitement and joy, but there's also a level of overwhelm that I've started recognizing within myself. You know, I'm in a different space. I'm around people. I don't always see like there's nuances in relationships. It's just out of our normal routine. Right. So, a 15 minute walk outside, that fresh air on my face, that regrounding in my body, that moment to listen to music or listen to a podcast, that's good for me. And it's okay to be in the middle of a celebration and say, you know what? I, I just, I need to go on a walk for a few minutes. And chances are someone might actually want to go with you. It feels good to just like get out and walk and move and enjoy. And I understand if you are running around creation, driving from this house to that house, there may not be the normal time to get up and move, but it may also be the thing you need the most. If you're going between multiple houses and multiple celebrations that day, it might do you a lot of favors for your mental health to have 15 or 30 minutes walk around the block. And I only say block because at Thanksgiving, I'm at my parents' house where they live in town. If I was at home, I'd say a walk down your favorite back road, okay? Moving your body, it's just going to make your body feel good no matter what day it is. And I love myself a good turkey trot. I really do. The first time I ever ran a 10K in my whole life was, uh, was like a Thanksgiving turkey day run. And it was a huge moment of celebration. For me, because it was in the process of my health journey where I was pushing myself to do things I had absolutely never done before. And it felt so good to do it on that day. And I felt so strong and healthy, like going to my Thanksgiving dinner, just being like, wow, I did that thing. And not only did I do that thing, I did that thing on a day where my previous self would not have even considered staying true to a healthy habit. That felt good. That felt good. Along those lines, water, everyday advice. Keep your body fueled. Keep your body hydrated. Drink your water. Take care of your body, just like you would any other day. Another important mindset piece that's been super helpful for me is, again, and we talk about this all the time in the UDU 82 Habit Challenge on this podcast, every day is the chance to start again. Okay, I know when I think back to previous versions of myself, I'd be like, it's Thanksgiving weekend, so I'm going to throw out any sense of normalcy or habits that make me feel good straight out the window for the next five days, or heck, it's the holidays, the next five weeks. I know someone is like nodding their head and being like, oh, dagger, right? You don't have to do that. You just don't have to. You can enjoy your meal. You can soak in all the season has to offer. But you don't have to jump off the diving board to enjoy the season. Continue to do what normally makes you feel your best alongside the special moments that bring you joy. There's something about bringing people together that feels magical. There's an intangible energy that comes from having a like-minded, passionate community together in one space. We are truly made to be together. Whether as an MC, workshop host, or keynote speaker, my goal is to make your attendees feel seen, included, and ready to take action on their big dreams. I am now booking my 2023 speaking calendar. Click the link in the show notes or hop on over to emilyrushell.com to learn more and book me for your upcoming conference, meeting, or retreat. Just allow yourself to release the stress, release the hullabaloo that comes with anticipating a special holiday event and let yourself be deeply present in the moment and commit to doing the things that make you feel great through the rest of the season. Throwing your habits and goals straight out the window for six weeks is not going to make you feel any better in January. We know New Year's resolutions exist so often because we like drown in like wine and mashed potatoes and cheese for two months. And don't get me wrong. I love wine and mashed potatoes. I actually don't love cheese anymore because it actually wrecks my body. That's an entirely different conversation. (laughs) That's an entirely different conversation. But I know that when I continue to just nurture and love myself as I would in June or September or April or January, when I just continue to do that and intertangle that in these special traditions that I'm going to put myself in a very good position to feel just like me in January. And that, I love that. I hold I hold on to that. It also really helps me to just stay grounded in what's important to me. The most important thing to me is enjoying the season with my family, enjoying the time to be with people that I don't always get to see. And for you, that might be good, bad, or ugly. Sometimes family can be really a stressor, but we can take a step back, embrace it for what it is, and then move on. For me, it's also just really important now that I have kids to honor the traditions that I grew up with alongside passing along those traditions to the next generation and creating new ones. That to me is what's important. It's the traditions themselves, the, the togetherness, the special things that make the holiday season special for me. It is important to me any time of year to nurture my physical, mental, and emotional health, to listen to my body of like, what do I need? What is going to help me feel the most calm, centered, grounded, healthy version of myself? And maybe that's a walk. Maybe that's taking a moment. Maybe that's drinking some water, whatever that looks like. It is important to me to nurture my health And that has absolutely nothing to do with like a certain diet or an exercise regimen or any other kind of BS plan. That is just listening to my body and nurturing the things that make me feel good. And I think the most important thing is there is space for it all. And only you get to decide what that looks like. It's okay to say no. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to go outside. You don't owe anyone an explanation for the choices you're making today or any other day. Nobody gets an opinion on what's on your plate. Nobody gets an opinion on how you're spending your time. No one gets an opinion on what this holiday looks like and means for you. So again, take this episode Pull out the pieces that resonate with you. And if something doesn't, that's okay. My challenge for you always is to just get clear on what do you actually want this to look like? How do you want to feel? And bring that alongside the traditions and the special times and the beautiful meals that make the season special for you. There's room for both. There's room for everything. Again, just get clear on what you want And let go of the shame or the hullabaloo or the expectation that it has to be any other way. We get one precious life to enjoy. So I hope no matter how that looks like for you, you deeply enjoy it and release any of the emotional drama that comes with the expectation of doing it a certain way. I am so thankful, so thankful for the opportunity to enjoy Thanksgiving with the people that I love. And I know that is a gift. That is a gift. And that is the most important. So I hope you have a great holiday, whether you're listening to this on Thanksgiving or five days later or five weeks later, whatever that looks like. We are in the thick of it right now. So if you already had your Thanksgiving, think about this in terms of everything else that's to come over the next couple, the next month and a half. I don't even know. What day is it? What time is it? <laughs> and if you found something in this episode helpful, I would sure love if you could give the gift of it to another friend. I think there's so many messages. Gosh, I know that we cannot open social media today without someone telling us what to do or not to do or how to blah. And I know it's kind of ironic because that's what this podcast episode is. But I hope that above all, you remember this is your life. You get to decide what you want. You get to decide how to live it out and to just do the things that make you feel good. Okay. Until next time, I love you a whole, 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 whole lot. Kind of sound like Santa there for a second. <laughs> and I'm forever grateful for you. See you next week. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing Gathering Growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.